In today's show, I'm looking back at an absolutely massive 12-game Wednesday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball today. Just a quick note, no, I'm not going to do a DFS preview today. There's 12 games on. We're going to have a pregame show tomorrow where I'll go through some DFS picks, but no DFS preview today. My What to Watch For show is already out on YouTube, so you can check that out over there as well. And tomorrow, or whenever you listen to this, Thursday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, a mailbag live show on YouTube. Get your questions ready. We'll be going a little bit longer than usual as well. So jump in there, and if you've got specific questions, um, ask me, ask away, and we'll uh, we'll do our best to get to them. And also, if you're going to ask me a question regarding a points league, new rule, unless you tell me um, what the player is averaging in your specific scoring system, I can't answer it. It's impossible. And rather than going back and forth, put those details in a question. Because you can't say points league, uh, bam, for uh, Don Mitchell. Because I have no idea. Because I don't know what your scoring system is. Do you have um, yeah, 20 bonus points for a quadruple double and then minus a million for an ejection? Like, I've got no idea what's happening with your scoring. So tell me what your what those players are averaging currently. You can even go into what they're averaging over the last two weeks. And then we can make decisions from there. Right, let's talk about the action from Wednesday. Now that I've got that off my chest. The first game that we take a look at, the Indiana Pacers and the Charlotte Hornets. The Pacers win at 116-106. DeMontis Sabonis bruised his knee, <clears throat> missed half a game. Then he came back 22-11-10, 90% shooting from the field. Continues to be really good. 48 fantasy points in this one as well. And when I say fantasy points, I am referencing default Yahoo scoring. He's the 17th ranked player in points leagues, 29th in category leagues, while Malcolm Brogdon had 25, 7, and 6 with four threes. Another big game. Jeremy Lamb got the start. They moved Dougie McDirt to the bench. Didn't go that well for Lamb. Had some early fouls. 21 minutes, 3 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Now, I know a lot of people give me shit because I wasn't a massive Jeremy Lamb ad fan. I said a lot of what he was doing was a little bit unsustainable, shooting like 55% and 98% from the line or whatever he was doing. <clears throat> this is why. 1 of 6 from the field. Didn't attempt a free throw. And that's where all his value was coming from those percentages. And they were going to drop. I'm not saying that you need to go and drop him if you've got him in a 12-team league. But just remember that what he was doing, I think he dropped 30 ranking spots after today's game. And what he was doing previously was unsustainable. Now, this is also not going to happen. This is not going to be continual. But he was playing well above his head. Timothy John McConnell did his thing. Oh, I sort of did his thing. He had nine assists. He didn't have any steals. A great streamer. Well, Dougie McDirt went to the bench and somehow had a 40% usage. Took 22 shots. Had 28 points in 28 minutes. Of course, he did nothing else. But an interesting stream guy. And there was a big night from Jazza Holiday. 19 points in 38 minutes. Five triples. Six rebounds. 50% shooting, good night from Holiday, who is a 12-team league player. Miles Turner, only the 27 minutes, a disappointing playing time. Um, wasn't really a foul trouble issue either. Had five blocks in this one, so I'm not really sure why the minutes were as dropped down as they were. For the Hornets, they made the change. Cody Zeller came into the starting lineup, 
And he was awesome. I definitely didn't expect him to... I expected him to start eventually. I didn't expect him to start and then come in and play 30 minutes like he did. Um, Put up some pretty big numbers in this game. And it is uh, obviously really, really, really interesting. 10 and 14 with four assists in 30 minutes. Cody Zeller is not a must-grab player. He can be absolutely fine as a back-end 12-team league guy who can have some real value. And I actually wrote about him in my Yahoo waiver wire article today as a guy that's under-rostered, and if you're looking in 14-teamers and even 12s, you could have a look at him. But this is unrealistic. Devontae Graham shot horribly. Sorry, uh, Devontae Graham shot normally. 16 points on 36% shooting, five assists and four triples. But overall, that the value is nice. And I just don't really know what's going on with LaMelo Ball. A real slump? <clears throat> Let's start off now. No, you don't drop LaMelo Ball. You do not drop him. And if you want to ask me if you drop him, the answer is going to be no, you don't drop him. LaMelo Ball struggled though. 8, 4, and 5 in 22 minutes. He had a minus 24, which was almost a team worst. Miles Bridges was worse. It was minus 30. And it's been a little rough stretch here for Ball. I still fully believe he's going to start at some point this year. And these minutes are going to come back up. It was also a bit of a rough night for Gordy Haywood, who I did have in my uh, sell high video the other day. And this happens all the time. And does it sound like I'm complaining? Maybe, but I don't give a shit. Because, you know, I put out these videos, these sell-high videos, and I'll, I'll explain my rationale. I think Gordon Hayward's a sell-high guy because he's the 10th-ranked player over the last week, and he's shooting 57% from three. And I'm telling you, it's going to come down. Nah, man, Gordon's balling. He's going to keep rolling. Or do you think he's going to be a 53% shooter? No, no, I don't, but he's still going to be good. But that's not how any of this shit works in fantasy. And while Gordon Hayward, of course, we, we have him still as a top 30 guy, that's where he's going to be. But it's trying to extract those little things and finding that person who doesn't look into the intricacies of why a person's ball and they just say, man, I saw Gordon Hayward have 39 points on SportsCenter. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's, you know, he's going to do this all year. And getting the intricacies of why this shit is happening is so, so important to be able to exploit the people who don't look into those intricacies. Anyway, 16 points in 40 minutes for Haywood. Wasn't a great night, but he'll be better than that, of course. Well, Rogier had 20 points on 18 shots. Not much else. Still in the block is nice. While Paul Washington played 32 minutes, 18 and 8, no blocks. I am worried about his boards and his defensive stats with all those center minutes going to Zeller and Biombo. Speaking of Biombo, only nine minutes for Bismack now, which, uh, yeah, if he if he had him in a 12-teamer, I reckon you can uh, I reckon you can move on and feel pretty okay about that decision. I tell you what else is a good decision, though. If you're looking to fix your car, now I have no idea how to fix cars. My car stopped working, and I just went, oh, and this is, I think it's been passed on to my son because I told him, go, dude, the car's not working. because oh, man, just to buy a new car now? No, but... I ended up buying a new car anyway, but that was, that was beside the point. But if you are into fixing your car and you need parts for your car, why would you go to a chain store and get ripped off? You can go straight to rockauto.com. So many parts and pieces and modules and all this stuff for your car. And it's impossible for a chain store to stock them all in the in the bricks and mortar veneer of an auto parts uh, establishment. Rockauto.com has it all for you. They've got this expanding range. It's, it's huge and it's unique. And the catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Plus... The prices at rockauto.com, they're always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I don't know. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in there, how did you hear about us box, so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Get more of the sports news that you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Just back to that story of my son saying, hey, just get a new car because it doesn't work. He said the same thing. I said, I said to him, my washing machine's not working. And he goes, oh, that's no good. He goes, you need to buy a new house now? <laughs> no, uh, no, you don't. Anyway, let's move on to the next game. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Pistons 107-122. Jeremy Grant continues to be really good. Dwayne Casey continues to be really bad. Grant had 26 points, two threes in 33 minutes, and he is a top 30 category league player. 33 fantasy points for Jezza today, and he's a top 30 category league player. Uh, or points league player. Um, what do you think he's ranked higher in, points or categories? If I had the Jeopardy music, I'd play it while you think about it. He's actually ranked higher in category leagues. The Duke, Wayne Allington, 17 points, four triples, two steals, 20, uh, 26 fantasy points. He's been unbelievably good. He is a 12-team league ad for categories. For points, I'm not as certain. Maybe he's a streamer. That's about it. While Mason Plumley, he's all, he, man, he is, he's one of these guys. He's a Gattuso. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. 15 and 12 in 28 minutes, but it's hard to leave him on the wire. And with Derek Rose sucking, because he sucked today, 13 points in 19 minutes for Rose, 30 minutes for Delon Wright, 11, 4, and 7, 3 steals and a block. Now that's awesome, and it's worth having Delon. I would try to sell high if it's possible, because um, the games before when Rose was playing all right, we would only get you know, 24 minutes of Delon. This was pretty good. Two blocks for Josh Jackson. He's 22 minutes while Sadiq Bay played 20 minutes, replacing Blake Griffin in the starting lineup. Uh, people like Bay a lot more than I do. He is not even close to being fantasy relevant at this stage. For the Cavs, the Sexland backcourt was reunited. Colin Sexton, 35 minutes. He did hurt his ankle early on in this game, but obviously didn't really uh, bother him. 29-5-5 and with two steals. Garland started again, 14-2-4 with two steals. Now, if Darius Garland's on your wave away, he's a must-roster player. Go and add him. He had 25 fantasy points here, and Garlo is the 98th-ranked points league player. He is the 90th-ranked category player. 28 minutes for the big avocado, Andre Drummond. He Now, he put up an absolute monster line. Now, I know I said the other day that the 11th commandment that Moses... Speaking of Moses, I watched... Uh, my partner made me watch The Prince of Egypt the other day. I didn't even know. I didn't know that was about Moses. I didn't even know Moses was adopted by a pharaoh. It shows how much I know about uh, ancient biblical texts. Anyway, Andre Drummond. The eleventh commandment was, "Don't you will not win if you give Andre Drummond thirty-five percent usage." That obviously holds true because you need to give him forty-seven percent usage, which was what he had. That is actually insane for a guy like Drummond to do that. Now the numbers are awesome: twenty-three and sixteen, five steals and two blocks, and nobody has ever denied that he is excellent at putting up stats. But 38% shooting on 47% usage, it's gross. Like, it's disgusting. Why the hell is he getting this many touches? He still only played 28 minutes. I would, I would absolutely be using this and go, mate, Jared Allen, he's around. But look what Drummond still did. He's, he's allergic to avocados, but he's not allergic to fantasy stats. I would trade him away because there's no way you can let that stick. And Nansen Love still have to return. He cannot get 47% usage. I know Bickerstaff's a bad coach, but that's horrible. Torian Prince played 30 minutes with Nance out, 16, 7, and 5. I am not adding him, while Isaac Okoro had 10 points. Six assists. He's a better passer than you expect, but six assists is still a... A surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. And um, Jarrett Allen, only 20 minutes, 10 points, two blocks. Allen, he's going to need 25 to be a must-roster 12-team league. I, I'm still holding for now, 
And if you've got the stomach to just wait it out to see whether Drummond gets bought out, I hate buyouts. They are the dumbest thing that's going around if Drummond gets bought out or traded. But as I mentioned the other day, like someone was told me he's going to get traded. And then there was a report today that the trade market is tepid. Like, no shit. You could have had him last year and nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted him. The retired contract of Mehmet Okur was, I think, all it took. Not that that's actually a joke, but it wasn't much, much, wasn't much different to that. So don't be expecting this Drummond trade to just come quickly. Dylan Winlath, who looked awesome out there. Eight points, two triples, two steals, and a block. He does have a very fantasy-friendly game, but getting enough minutes is going to be tough. While Osman played 27 minutes and had 10 points with two threes, he's just not going to find enough rotation minutes when Nance and Love both end up returning, which hopefully comes pretty soon. Let's go on to the next game now. We're looking at the Sacramento Kings and the Orlando Magic. The Kings win this one. Pretty comfortably in the end, um, 121-107. Bud Heald, who's had a pretty rough start to the year, has 29 points with seven triples, five rebounds, three steals, one block on 59% shooting. He's only the 80th ranked player this year, uh, Budrick, and he's 92nd in points, but he dropped a 50-burger here, which is awesome. His shot had just been way off, um, and it's good to see him get it fixed. While the pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. He'd been trending down pretty hard, but really good performance. 21, 5, and 4, 3 threes, 2 steals. But the thing I want to highlight there is the field goal percentage, 73%. Only 16% usage. If that doesn't come through at that insane level, then this line looks nowhere near as good. I would be trying to sell him if possible. 16, 8, and 10 for De'Aaron Fox, while Rashawn Holmesy Holmes had 20 and 12. He's really good. And it was a great, really good game from Marvin Bagley. 36 usage is obviously high. 16 and 12 in 22 minutes. They did limit his minutes in this one for some reason, but you know, really good production. I'm still not considering him a must-roster guy, but if you can have a look on your waiver wire, do you find any guys with higher upside? Yeah, I'm not sure. Torres Halliburton, 97 points, and he was a guy that was obviously rolling to start the year, but there was a lot of stuff that was a little bit unsustainable. The insanely high steal rate, and he was shooting like 55% on threes. That has dropped off, and you're always worried about a guy who's you're doing it on 15% usage like he was. The seven assists are still great. Don't get me wrong. Absolute must-roster guy, and he's their third best player. But... Yeah, there was a little bit of uh, a little bit of come. Uh, sorry, Jesus Christ, a little bit of come to come down. Uh, ready, to, I'm confusing myself. This is what happens when you are feeling ill and you've had too many uh, salbutamols, which we call uh, we call them salbutamol. You call them uh, albuterol, I think. We had too many inhaler puffs, and you're getting a bit lightheaded. Uh, all right. Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, God, uh, Tyrus Halliburton, his value is, is going to come down, and there we are. The Orlando Magic, Evan Fournier. Who's this bloke? I know all-star voting kicks off soon, but man, what's he doing? Does he think he's going to get an all-star vote? 25 points, four assists, three blocks. I reckon now, I reckon Fournier, I'm going to look this up. I reckon Fournier went through a few seasons where he didn't have three blocks in uh, the entirety of the season. Remember Evan Fournier used to play for the Nuggets? If you are an OG fan of this podcast, he was a guy that I talked up incessantly when he was on the Nuggets and barely playing. They've got to play Fournier more. They've got to play Fournier more. I was the president of the Evan Fournier uh, fan club. Let's have a look. I'm going to go through these past seasons of him for block numbers. All right. Evan Fournier had three blocks today. In the 16-17 season, he had four. In the 15-16 season, he had two. And in the 14-15 season, he had two blocks. And that was while all, all while playing your big minutes. So to say that that is an and also there is only three blocks for the year. Just take them and be grateful. Nikola Vucevic, 26 and 9, while Terry Ross bounced back, 16 points, three steals, and two blocks. Ken Birch, underrated at the moment, Birchie. 
Um, big minutes, playing next to Vooch, playing behind Vooch, uh, playing Mo Bumba out of a job. 8 and 14 for Birchie in 26 minutes. He's got some 14-team league value. While Cole Anthony, terrible shooting night. Speaking of terrible shooting notes, we'll talk about Aaron Gordon in a sec. Seven points for Cole, but six assists and two blocks. He is a 12-team league player, while Gordo, he was terrible. Three points on one of nine shooting, but he still had five assists. Just look at that as a bit of an off night, or not a bit of an off night, one of the worst off nights you could have, while uh, Dwayne Bacon had 12 points and also chipped in three steals. What a weird night. Evan Fournier is getting three blocks. Dwayne Bacon's getting three steals. Just some real weird shit going on with this Orlando Magic uh, box score. Let's now talk to you about Bet Online because the Super Bowl is coming up. I'm on the Chiefs. What are you on? Do you think the Chiefs are going to win? I think they're going to cover that three and a half point spread, but you can also bet on NBA games, college basketball games, NHL games. Bet Online has you covered. Whatever you're looking for is the only place that has you covered, and it's the only place that we trust. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use the promo code locked on and they'll match you. Whatever you put in, 100 bucks, they'll give you 50 bucks. 200 bucks, they'll give you 100 bucks. Use the promo, only if you use promo code locked on, you've got to use that promo code locked on and you get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Built Bar is back. Six brand new flavors caramel brownie, cookies, and cream. Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. These are the best tasting protein bars you will find. Most other protein bars, it looks like I pull them straight out of my sweaty undies. That is how it tastes. It's like, what am I supposed to eat? This is it good for me. Is it helping? Built Bar tastes like a candy bar. 100% chocolate, soft and easy, or covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. The Coconut Almond Bar, 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and just 5 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. The promo code is LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. On Rejecting the Screen podcast, Adam Stanko and Noam Kozlov are honoring Kobe's life and career with a two-part special this week. Part two is up today with more stories about Kobe's intense competitive drive, his feud with Shaq, and the love he had for his teammates. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get podcasts. Let's go on to the next game now. I know people are hankering for me to do more American accents. Do you really want to hear me butcher that accent again? Really? Surely not. Surely not. Anyway... The next game we look at, the Milwaukee Bucks, 115. I can't even do it anymore. Can't get it. My voice is gone. The Bucks, 115. The Raptors, 108. Yanni Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. 24-18-9. Steal. Block. Shithouse free throws. It's a typical Giannis line. While Chris Middleton had 24-10-7. Big, big performance from Yanni in a points league. 60 fantasy points. Just shows you that big difference between a points league and a category league where Giannis can be you know, one of the best performers of the day in a points league. And he's the second ranked overall player, sorry, fourth ranked overall player in points leagues this year. And he's 20th, uh, sorry, 44th in category leagues. Close matchup, tough matchup. So Brook Lopez plays 32 minutes and Punchbob plays 17. I think that Portis is in more streaming territory now. They play a shit opponent, yeah, put him in. They play a good opponent, don't worry. 20 and 7 for Lopez, 8 and 4 for Portis in 17 minutes, while uh, the Big Ragu had 8 points in 27 minutes, DiVincenzo. I think at this point, his ranking numbers, they're really skewed just by the steals. And that happens a lot with guys at the bottom end of rankings. And if you're not looking for steals, I'm not really sure what the point is for DiVincenzo. So if you want to move on, I understand it. Only 7 points for Drew Holiday. 
as he, Devontae Graham, his way to 21% shooting, but he had seven boards, seven assists, and two steals. On to the Raptors. They were without the Jedi, OG Ananobi. But what about Scarf? OG. Stop ones. OG. Uh, you better stop OG. So that meant that starter Norman Powell, better player than Hoodie Mallow, 41 minutes, 26 points, five triples, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, 62% from the field for Powell. While this shit's going on, while someone's out injured, you have him, and then watch if he goes to 22 minutes next game. Van Vliet had 10 points on 17% shooting, but had 10 assists, four steals, and three blocks, while Lowry had 21 and six with six triples. Now let's address the elephant in the room. The wiki Chris Boucher played 13 minutes. Now I talked about this somewhere, probably yesterday, um, saying I wasn't sure how this matchup was going to go up against the big body of Brook Lopez. I was a bit worried about it. That's what ended up happening. He played just 14 minutes, 13 minutes here, Boucher. Had 10 points with two threes and two blocks. Do not drop Chris Boucher. Buy low on Chris Boucher, but understand there are going to be games like this. Aaron Baines was, uh, was pretty good. 11 points, six rebounds, three blocks. I'm not adding him outside of very deep leagues, but it was good to see a solid performance from him. While, man, Pascal Siakam, is he just, uh, is he not good? 11 points in 35 minutes. I don't think he's going to be a top 50 guy this year. He's 76th so far. He had 24 fantasy points today. He is a top 50 fantasy points league guy, but I think the NBA might have figured him out. He's going to be better than this, but I'm not sure. I think OG is going to be the better player in two years' time, if he's not already. And I know some people will think that's sacrilegious. By the way, Siakam's All-NBA nod last year was completely not deserved. He did not deserve that at all. And that's what not deserved means, or undeserved. Um, Redacted scored eight points in his 19 minutes with two threes there in this one. Let us go on to the next game, which was an ass-kicking. The Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat 109-82. Dr. Michael Malone kept Will Barton starting. Played 21 minutes and had 10 points. You can drop uh, Barton. I was like, you can drop Malone in a good coaches league as well. But you can drop Barton down uh, in your 12 team. Uh, to be fair to Malone, they just won by 27 points on the road against the Heat. So it's hard to criticize too much. But it is just um, it is just frustrating to see to see Porter be limited. Now, Porter played eight first minute halves. Eight minutes in the first half and then had 25 in total for 17 points, four steals, three threes. Don't drop Porter. Yeah, look at him as a top 50 guy. He's the 19th ranked player this year in, in uh, 28 minutes. On large part because of his shooting. It's just been unbelievable and continues to be unbelievable. Big Chungus. Big, big Chungus, big Chungus, big Chungus. Big, big. Only 41 fantasy points for Nikola Jokic today, 21 and 11. Three assists and a steal. And I've been talking about him a lot saying that I believe that his assists are going to start to come down, and we're seeing that now, and his steals are going to start to come down, and we're seeing that now. He's still the number one player so far this year. I don't think that it's going to continue at that rate. Uh, he's averaging 56 fantasy points for the year, and he said he's number one in fantasy category leagues as well. Jermichael Green might be a better player than Paul Millsap at this stage, 15 and 10 for Green in 20 minutes. Probably more of a 14-team league guy, while Millsap had 11 and 7, and Gary Harris. Nice, Gary! Seven points, but seven assists? Don't buy that. Two steals as well for Gaz. While the headmaster, Jamal Murray, had 14 points in 36 minutes with four assists. Rough night for Murray. I would not be banking on him uh, to be a top 50 player here the rest of the way. For the Miami Heat, they played Precious Achua and Bam Adebayo together for the first time all season. Remember that. 10 and 6 for Precious, but two steals and three blocks. Now, his competition in that front court is Kali Olenek, who is sort of out of favor a bit with Spolster at the moment. It's uh, Mo Harkless 
It's Andre Iguodala. It's Myers Leonard. If they can work together, which I don't think they can, Bam and Precious, because there's no shooting. But just just watch it. Just keep an eye on it. Precious, um, one of my massive criticisms of him in the draft was he just doesn't know what he's good at offensively and does all the wrong things. I don't think he's attempted a single three this year. So that's Miami and Spolstra getting it through his head uh, of what he is. And it's, and it's been really impressive. Kendrick Nunn started. He played 39 minutes. He had 17 points with three steals. Can't pass for shit. One assist. And there was no Butler, Hero, Dragic. So if you have him, this is absolutely the time you need to um, you need to sell high on him. You, you just need to sell high because he is not going to maintain this level of production or uh, or, or playing time, really. Adebayo had 15, 7, and 6, while uh, Alinek, low minutes again, drop him. And then when they go back to 29, you add him 9 and 6. And it was a return of Avery Bradley. He had 8 minutes in 18, or 8 points in 18 minutes. Dunk Robinson. Yeah, bit of a struggle here. Eight points with two threes, and Okpala made the start one point in 26 minutes. Okpala is like a poor man's Isaac Okoro at this point. Not a guy putting up fantasy stats, but I think he can develop at least your worst-case scenario into a solid enough rotation player. That one was a blowout. This next one was not. Overtime between the Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks. The Nets win at 132-128. Jimmy Harden, 46 points, 31-15 and 15 with eight... Um, 31 points, eight, uh, eight rebounds, 15 assists, two steals, one block. I said it yesterday or the day before that that end of that game made me think that Harden's just going to say, well, right, let's go. I actually know how to, to do this and know how to play. Let's see me put it into gear. And he put it into gear. And what we saw today is sort of how I envisaged this team going. Joe Harris had 7% usage. DeAndre was down at 13% usage. Just all of the shots going to Harden, KD, and Kyrie. Irving had 26 points with seven assists and two blocks. He's really awesome. And Kevin Durant had 32 points in 42 minutes. And guess what? He's also awesome. Two blocks for both Kyrie and KD. And those guys, this is the this is the example. This is the one you put down. It is at overtime, but it is the one you look at and go, okay, they can all have good games together. It's not a not enough balls to go around Giggity. situation. They can do it together. DeAndre Jordan in a game with overtime. And Reggie Perry getting, I don't even know what the right word is, ass kicked? I don't know. Uh, he played 22 minutes. If they get any sort of serviceable center, he's in real trouble. Now, in a 14-team league, sure, you want to hold on. He had 29 fantasy points today. That's awesome. Well done. Congratulations. Uh, I I just don't think that he... We thought he'd get 30 a night because there was no one else. And Steve Nash just went, DeAndre Jordan? Or nobody? Maybe nobody. That's that's how bad he is. Three blocks is pretty good. 100% from the field is awesome. Like they're, they're good numbers. But I look at that, those minutes and just worry about it. Jeff Green played 31, had 11 and 7 there. While Joe Harris, yeah. This is what I worried about with Harris is when... Um, when everyone was rolling, those three guys were rolling, he he would have... Oh, he's going to have so many open looks, but will he actually get the ball? And this is not to say this is how it will go moving forward. But it was the concern that I had. Six points and took six shots. He did have two steals, but and we're holding, but it is a worry. Clint Capella only played uh, 30 minutes, the Kerner. Nine points, 11 rebounds, two blocks. Does anyone know what I what I mean by the Kerner is his nickname? Drop it in the live chat if you're watching the video or tweet it at me. Um... They went small, the Nets, and he was he was buggered trying to run around and chase um, chase the perimeter guys, hence the lower minutes. He'll be fine. Trey Young, 28, 14 assists. I think the slump's done. Well, DeAndre Hunter, 
man, he's, he continues to be awesome. This shooting improvement is ludicrous. 70% true shooting. 21 and 5, 4 assists, 1 steal and 2 blocks. And I keep looking at the numbers and keep thinking, no way. It can't continue. And somehow it does. I don't actually understand how it's happening. And maybe it'll take 10 more games and then he'll drop off. It just doesn't feel like it can possibly be real. But it is real. And he's been awesome. Johnny Collins had 21 points, 8 rebounds, 39 minutes, 1 block, uh, 64% shooting, awesome stuff. Still only under under 19% usage, which is a little bit of a concern. And apparently I'm now a John Collins hater. So I'm a bit scared to say sell high, but sell high. Yeah, these situations when he goes out there and puts up these numbers, the people who are John Collins fans will point to these performances and be you know keen to give you maybe a top 30 guy back. I, I wouldn't be keen to give you a top 30 guy back, but they might be. And I could be wrong, of course. Cam Reddish had 24 points in 35 minutes. Good game from Cam, but he's more of a 14-teamer or 12-team or streamer type. While Fanta Pants had 11-3-4 in 39 minutes. Good old Kevin Herter. The Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari. Hands off my cock! Played him at center a little bit in this one, but 11 points in 14 minutes. I, I just don't see, I don't see him being a guy that's worth the weight in a 12-team league format. Um, Hunter, 41 points in points leagues. He's 72nd in points league this year. This is one of his better points league performances as well. He's averaging just 31 over the course of the season in that format of league. Next game, the Los Angeles Lakers. They come back pretty hard at the end. 107-106, the Sixers get the win. LeBron James. LeBron James. 34-6-6. Great field goal percentage. No defensive stats, but pretty strong. LeBron remains the 24th ranked player this year. He's up to 8th in points leagues, and I think that's probably about the right spot. So he's coming in now. I had him as a buy-low guy the other day, um, but this is more like it. Well, Dennis Schroeder had 16 points in 29 minutes. I don't believe in Schroeder as a 12-team league guy. He's the 167th ranked player this year, and this is a good game for Schroeder. Is it worth holding on through the bad ones? Uh, Anthony Davis, I don't know what's going on. Five from 10 from the line, 23 and eight, two blocks, didn't hit a three. He's out of sorts. Now, I don't know if it's adjusting to you know, just the pandemic in general. Ooh, it's a pandemic. If it's adjusting to no fans or lack of noise in the arena, he's not the same guy at the moment. Can he figure it out? Sure, I believe that he will. Uh, so I think he might be a bit of a buy low. Montrez Harrell played 15 minutes. Uh, he had some foul trouble. That's why, I, again, I do not believe. In 10 team leagues, no worries. Get rid of him. Not, not keen. In 12 teamers, it's a more nuanced discussion. It'll probably still lead me to the same answer, but it's hard to see him as a must hold. While still 44% of people in our advanced leagues are rostering Kyle Kuzma. Are you guys all right? Do you need help? Is this like a hostage video? What, what are we doing? Kuzma's the 227th ranked player, and to be honest, when I looked at that, it actually surprises me how high it is. For the Sixers, Benny Simmons triple-double, 17, 11, and 10, a steal and a block, while Joel Embiid finally broke the Marcus shackles, 28 and 6, with two blocks, and Dan Green, revenge game, 14 points, four triples, six rebounds, one steal, two blocks, great across-the-board production, absolutely not a must-roster, but if you want him in a 12, by all means, do it. The Thick Hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Big game from him. Big ending. 24 points, 7 boards, 37 minutes. Those uh, elevated or inflated defensive stats are starting to come down, but 37 fantasy points is also pretty strong from the Thick Hogsman here. He is the 49th ranked player in points leagues, and he is the 31st in category leagues. While Shake Milton... 
Get rid of him. No point holding on in 12-teamers. 9-3-3 three, and three in 21 minutes. While I am still holding Seth Curry. Two points in 31 minutes. Three assists, a steal and a block. Really rough go of things since returning. Maybe he's not going to be the 66th ranked player, which is where he currently is. But I'm still holding. In a points league, just 13 points today for Seth. And he's nowhere near as good in a points league. So if you're in a 10-teamer in a points, you drop him. If you're in a 12-teamer, it's, a, it's more of a discussion. But he's not the best points league player compared to where he sits in a category league. Um, Torius Maxi is he on the way out of the rotation? Just six minutes here for Maxi, and when Mike Scott returns, I wonder what they're going to do. Um, yeah, look, he had that nice little run. I think he's good. I think it's a mistake from Doc, but they won. They beat the Lakers, so hey, who am I to judge? Although I'll continue to judge. Next game, the Boston Celtics fall to the Spurs, 110-106. First time seeing Jalen, Jason, and Kemba together all season. And I cautioned for the usage of Kemba and Jalen that it will come down. Jalen Brown. JB, you've done it again. 25% usage. Awesome line. 24 points, three threes, four rebounds, five assists, one steal, two blocks. Five of six from the line, which has been a real big improvement for Jalen. But that high, high usage um, is going to come down. And I, think, I see him settling in that 30 to 50 sort of range rather than the top 20 where he currently is. Tatum, 25-7 and seven with four steals. He was the main usage guy. While Kemba Walker's going to be on a minutes restriction for a few weeks at least, won't hit 30, he had 14 points. And we're not dropping Kemba, but his usage, which was sky high in the last couple of games, went down as well, which is to be expected. He is a guy that, you know, I think you might find him in the 90s for the first three or the next three or four weeks, and then maybe he pushes into the 50s. They made the change. They started Daniel Tice over Tristan Thompson, and then Tice got foul trouble and abused by LaMarcus Aldridge and played 12 minutes. Thompson played 23, and the Rock DJ Robbie Williams played 13. So they played all three centers, but is that a factor of Tice getting four fouls in, in uh, 12 minutes? I'm not still worried about... You know, so I'm, I, I am still a bit worried about how those minutes go down. Tice can be a 12-team league guy for sure, and I'd much rather him over Thompson, but nothing to be too excited about. Jeff Teague, he's going to be out of the rotation pretty soon there. And Marcus Smart, pretty solid even with everyone back because, again, his game doesn't really rely on usage. 39 minutes for Smarty, 14-4 and four with two threes. On to the San Antonio Spurs. DeRozan, 21-5-7 and seven on 88% shooting. Great. Jakob Pertl, 4-9 with a steal and two blocks. Awesome. Keldon Johnson, I've had the question asked me, hey, when Derek White comes back, do I drop Keldon Johnson? What? No. 18-10. and 10. He's awesome. 64% shooting. He's the 92nd ranked player this season for category leagues. In points leagues, he's the 82nd ranked player. He's averaging 29 a game. He had 33 here. You just keep holding him. Aldridge showed some signs of life, 20 points in 28 minutes. But 28 minutes, only three rebounds. They are the concerns. He's not, I don't think, going to be a top 50 player. While DeJounte Murray struggled a bit until the end, 11 and 11 in 36. And Lonnie Walker continues to be the absolute... He's not the worst, but just does nothing apart from score. 14-1-1. One, one. He will lose when Derek White comes back. And I, my prediction is that DeRozan and Aldridge on this team next year, but it will be Devin Vassell that starts in DeRozan's spot and not Lonnie Walker. That is my guess. Let's. There's a lot of water to go under that bridge, but that's how I see things going for the San Antonio Spurs. All right, let's go on to the next game now. What is going on with these pesky Oklahoma City Thunder? 102-97, after they just beat the Blazers, Al Horford returns, 21-11, three steals and a block, five triples, 30 minutes. Horford's a must-roster player. Um, I sort of thought, you know, at the start of the year, maybe this is what we could get more of from Horford, but he's been a bit disappointed, but holy shit. 
That's awesome. Gildas Alexander, 21, 7 and 8, and a Richie Benno. Two for two, two, two. Only 31 minutes. They were keeping him on the bench for a little bit of time for some reason, but that's massive. While Teo Maladon started in place of George Hill, 11 and 6, three threes. Remember the name Teo Maladon. Hill is not going to be on this team all season. Maladon's going to be the starter, and he can be an interesting late uh, or yeah, back-end guy. Lou Dort, 14 points, four threes, not much else. It's fine. Steals and threes, no worries. While Darius Baisley, 10 and 7 with a three. You know what I'm going to say. I'm going, going to persist with him. I believe it's going to come, and it's going to come in a pretty big way uh, later. Or not pretty big way, in an improved way from now. But if you want it, don't have to, want to have to deal with it. If you get more value out of streaming, move on. His upside is not that high that it needs to be held on to in every scenario. With Horford back, Roby played just 10 minutes. Again, just a name to watch for when Horford is gone. And how about the big fella? Alexei Pokyashevsky. 22 minutes, 7 points, 1 3, 1 steal, 3 blocks. Now, he still hasn't attempted a single free throw all season. But one of the reasons why he projected out so well from a fantasy perspective is that combination of threes, assists, steals, and blocks. And we saw it. Absolutely someone to watch for Dynasty Leagues. He's not going to be that guy this year, but I think ideally they'd like to see Dort, Baisley, Pokyashevsky as their 2-3-4. And then you know, whatever they do in the other, they'd really like Cade Cunningham to be their one next year. But Poku's a guy to watch for a few years' time, for sure. Uh, MC Hamadou Diallo, remember when uh, he was a 12-team league thing? Stop indeed. 10 points in 18 minutes. He is outside the top 225 this season. He had 19 fantasy points in this one. And he is the 144th ranked player in points league. So I guess you could make an argument that in a points league, you could consider him in a 12-team format. For the Suns, no Devin Booker. So Chris Paul in making it a habit, stepping up 32-5-5. Sell high maybe if someone will bite without Booker. Uh, Jay Crowder. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Another good game, 17-7, four threes, four assists, two steals. It's going to be a rough one tomorrow. It is going to be rough. Uh, well, Abdul Nadir, a guy that I talked up as a bit of a DFS option today, had 12 points in 19 minutes with two threes. Uh-huh. Well, McCall Bridges was pretty poor. By absolutely low on Bridges, seven points on 23% shooting. No steals, no blocks. And the steals has been a persistent problem all season. But this is the low point. And DeAndre Ayton, okay. Uh, I thought he might have turned it around. Um, maybe not. Five points, twenty-nine percent shooting, fourteen boards. <sighs> he's just, he's just frustrating as shit. S- as simple as that. Do you want to roster him? Sure. Is he a top twenty guy? Not even close. Uh, really, really poor performance here from uh, DeAndre Ayton in this one. Let us go on to the next game now. The Utah Jazz, without Donovan Mitchell, smashed the Mavericks 116-104. Luka Doncic was pretty good. 30-4, six assists, two threes. Some of his defensive numbers dropped off. And Jim Johnson, did he make us proud? take a breath to get my voice back then. Eight points in 22 minutes for Jim. Seven rebounds, three assists, one steal, four blocks, filling it up all over the place, and then Muxy Kleber will come back and take those minutes. Josh Richardson returned, 24 minutes, six points. Not a 12-team league guy. Dorian Finney-Smith, 
Three points in 24 minutes. Not a 12-team league guy. And yes, before you chime in, I am aware that they are on a minutes restriction because of COVID. This is not me talking about this one-game performance saying they're not 12-team league guys. I would rather them to be 14-team league guys, even as they improve later on. Uh, Timmy Hardaway had 19 points in 34 minutes, while Paul Zingas had 18 and 5 with two blocks. So pretty stock standard stuff. Without Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson went bananas. 33 minutes, 31 points, 4-3, 7 rebounds, a steal, a block, Unbelievable shooting, high usage, great stuff. He'll probably play 25 minutes when when uh, Mitchell's back, and that's totally fine. Absolute must-roster player. While Rudy Gobert... Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Gobert is now the 27th-ranked player in points leagues. He dropped 68 points today, 29 and 20, two steals and three blocks. It was a slow start to the year for Gobert. His free throws are all over the shop, but he's really storming home at the moment. Well, Jinglin, Joe Ingles. For as long as Mitchell's out, Ingles is worth having. Seven threes, 21 points, four rebounds, eight assists. Great stuff from Jingle. In a 14-team league uh, scenario, he's a, a must-roster. You could consider him a 12-teamer, especially now. Conley had 17 points, while Royce O'Neal didn't really bring the offense like last game, but nine points with three re- three assists and a triple one. He's all right, but more of a 14-team league guy. Well, man, Boyan Bogdanovich, he's, he's just bad. I think that's where we're at with him. Six points in 36 minutes. And as uh, Lizzo would like to say, the juice ain't worth the squeeze for Bogdanovich. I, what am I holding on for? To be a bloke that gets 16 points with two rebounds. See you later. Um, on to the next game. The Washington Wizards, they get pumped by the Pelicans. 124-106. Brad Beal, massive. 47 points, 40 minutes. Six threes, six assists, four steals, 46% usage. Sell absolutely high on this. I'll tell you why. No Westbrook, obviously. 46% usage isn't real. No Westbrook, Bertans, Brown, Hachimura, Smith, uh, Avdia, Wagner. Now, Beal is obviously the best player out of that group, but he's not going to take every friggin' shot in the world. Only one bloke had more than 10 shots that wasn't Beal, and it was Gary Matthews who had 11. Sell him for a top 10 player. I think, shit, no, go higher. Sell him for a top five player. Sell him for, just sell him. If you can, actually, that's not true. I'll rephrase, because people will take that literally. Don't just give him away, but base it on this. Use it. Beal, man, he's awesome. He's their best player. He is. There's no denying that. But that this is not sustainable. It's not. Gary Matthews had 15 points. Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell's on the Wizards. He started over Anthony Gill. Had four points, 11 rebounds, and five assists. At least a deep name, deep league guy to look at. Well, Robin Lopez is not a 12-team leaguer's arsehole at the moment. 14 points with three boards in 23 minutes. And Hal Neto. Was on a minutes limit. He played 20 minutes, had two points. Jerome Robinson had eight points in 22, and Cassius Winston had three points. Realistically, this Wizards team is terrible, and they've got a bad coach, but some of this shit isn't on them because having that many blokes out, you're seven guys out, not including Tom Bryant, um, who, you know, so, well, they've got eight rotation players out, simple as that, and it's real tough to win when you're in that scenario. Brandon Ingram was great, 32-6-9. His assists had been trending down. That's why I had him on the buy low the other day. But they came back up, and it was awesome. While Zion had 32 points with two steals and a block. And Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 
I don't know where I talked about this as well. I think it was addressing the Lonzo Ball uh, trade rumors. I think he's worth stashing. 11 points, 30 minutes, five rebounds, five assists, two steals, and a block. Now, Lonzo did sprain his ankle here, and that gave Alexander Walker more minutes. But they And they expect Lonzo to be back for the weekend. But you, you just know that they're going to keep they're, – they're trying to clear a path for him. Ball was playing pretty well, actually. Nine points in 16 minutes, three threes, four assists, two steals, and a block. That's what we wanted from him. And Bledsoe, 18 and 7. I'm still holding those guys in 12-teamers, although Bledsoe's on the border. Um, and Steve Adams dropped 18 rebounds in 33 minutes. Not much else there. J.J. Redick, man, is he going to even stick in the rotation? Five points in 13 minutes. I would say, at this point, J.J. Redick is cooked. All right, let's go on to the last game of the night. Now, the Golden State Warriors comfortably beat the Wolves. 123-111 in the end. Naz Reed hurt his wrist late, but he came back into the game, so that's good. 27 minutes for Reed, 19 and 7, three steals, five blocks. As long as Towns is out, he's worth having. While Malik Beasley dropped in 25 points, and Jared Vanderbilt had four, seven, and four with two steals and a block. Another guy that, for the short term at least, is worth having. But, you know, I, I have shit on this guy a lot this year, so look, credit where it's due. Anthony Edwards, 25 points in 32 minutes, did it efficiently, true shooting 63%. Had three steals, hit five triples on eight attempts. He was really, really good in this game. Whether that continues remains to be seen, and he's not a top 300 player so far this year. But that was really impressive. I'm not adding him in, <clears throat> as I'm dying here. I'm not adding him in 12-team uh, leagues. I am dropping Ricky Rubio, though. Five points, five assists in 22 minutes, and that's without D'Angelo Russell. While Josh Okogie was dreadful as well. No Jarrett Culver, and he only played 17 minutes. Uh, Jalen Noel was good. 12 points in 16 minutes for Noel. He had a couple of flashes at the end of last season as well. So just a name to keep an eye on there. But Edwards and Beasley are significantly outplaying guys like Rubio and Akogi in this one. For the Warriors, Ubre was good. Second game in a row. Now, both of them were against Minnesota, so it is hard to judge. But 20 and 9, two steals and a block on 78% shooting. And we know that's not going to stick. But he is starting to get things back in business. While Blunty, James Wiseman. Where are you now? Huge usage game for Wiseman, 35%. Ended up with 25 points a career high, 24 minutes, hit three threes and had two blocks. Probably, not probably, definitely his best game. Um, still coming off the bench. And again, the matchup and the blowout nature did help him here. But you look at your waiver wire, is there a better option out there on it than Wiseman? I still think that, look, his current production tells you he's not a 12-team league guy. But it could trend there later on. I would pick up Wiseman ahead of Edwards if that was possible. But... I still don't think that it's, you know, this, oh, this is it now. He's turned the corner. He's awesome. Because Damian Lee also played well. 17 points, four threes, three steals, and we're not rushing to grab Damian Lee. Steph had 16, six, and eight. Well, Draymond, man, what the f what is going on with this bloke? Six points, that's fine. We don't expect Draymond to score. Eight assists, awesome. We expect that. He's blocked two shots this year in 14 games. Yvonne Fournier blocked more shots in one game than Draymond Green has all season. It is wild, and he is making his value look horrendous. His field goal percentage is also pretty bad. It was at 50% in this one, so that's good. Um, I understand wanting to drop him, and he doesn't have any value really in a points league. So if you want to move on there, it's fine. But if you look at what he's doing now and expect him to just never block shots again, then he, he's only got value as an assist guy, and you can get that from uh, TJ McConnell. But if he gets it back, gets a block and a half a game, gets seven boards, eight assists, seven points, and shoots all right on low volume, then the value is there. But he's not a must-roster guy. 
Wiggins struggled a bit in terms of overall production, but 19 points on 62% shooting is good. While Kevon Looney uh, wasn't his best night, uh, 10 boards in 12 minutes, but this game was over yeah, relatively early on, I would say. Let's now have a look at the top ads and drops, and we look at the top ad. Reggie Jackson up 20%. Makes sense with the Clippers playing on Thursday. Jared Vanderbilt up 15%. You know, I've been talking him up for a while. David Nwaba up 13%. Um, yeah, great option, opportunity to stream him in for Thursday. The Duck Luke Canards up 13%. Up 12%. And that Tice move, I guess it was reactionary based on what he did last game, but it is trending in his direction as he was uh, promoted to being the starter today and then got into some foul trouble, which limited his playing time. He probably is a 12-team league guy. Barely at the end. Uh, drops, Alfred Payton down 12%. I don't think you're missing much there. Dougie McDirt down 9%. Those, those people will be killing themselves today or kicking themselves more accurately uh, because of McDermott's production, but I understand why he was dropped. It's fine. Rodney Hood down nine. Yep. Cam Reddish down 7%. Well, they'll also be kicking themselves after his big game, but I think he's more of a streamer. And Dan Green down 7%. Also a big game from Green today after everyone dropped him, but it, it makes sense that he is not a must-roster guy. The line of the night goes to Jimmy Harden. 31 points for Jim eight rebounds and 15 assists, as I touched on earlier, which feels like forever ago. Um, yeah, Seeing him be able to do this on 26 usage with KD and Kyrie also going off is a massive, massive encouragement. He had the two steals and the one block as well. Um, just really, really good to see him put it together in Brooklyn. And the rookie of the night is Anthony Edwards. Edwards had 25 points with those five threes and three steals. Pretty easily his best game uh, of his career, and that is always good to see. Let's have a look at the top 10 performers now. Um, for category leagues, Harden, Beal, Buddy Heald, Brandon Ingram, Al Horford, Kelly Oubre, Chris Middleton, DeMontis Sabonis, Rudy Gobert, and Chris Paul. And if we look at it for points leagues, we've got Beal, Harden, Gobert, Drummond, Yanni, Trey Young, Buddy Heald, Ben Simmons, Fred Van Vliet, and Naz Reed. Just chimes in right at the end. That'll do it for me today. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. And I'll catch you guys Thursday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, live mailbag show. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. See ya.